Welcome, welcome, welcome to Say Like a Champ, episode 141. It's your boy, A-Dub. And your boy, Strizzy in the building. What's going on, everybody? Welcome What's back, good? Baby. What's good? Yes, welcome back to all the slackers out there. Another beautiful Tuesday, another wild week of sports. And um, we appreciate y'all being here to share it with us. So um, before we get into it, and um, as we let people join in, uh, Strizzy, I just want to ask you how you're doing. And I want to ask you about something I saw earlier today. But first, what's what's good with you? <laughs> Bro, I'm straight. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm pretty sure I know what you're going to ask me, so I'll, I'll touch on that, you know, after yeah. the fact. But uh, I'm all right. You know what I'm saying? I'm all right. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but, yeah, other than that, I'm good, man. How about you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um, everything is everything is lovely. And I do want to welcome in a couple people. Anthony Wesson, already in the comments. Uh-huh. Yo, yo, Pops, uh-huh. good evening. Moms as well. So um, thank you all for being here. And as always, you know, we appreciate the comments. We appreciate the engagement as we go through uh, our topics, you know what I'm saying? Hit our, hit our topics for the week. And we'll probably hit about an hour today, maybe a little bit less um, because, you know, some of the, some of them are slower, but some of them are, are, are heavier. So that's what's up. Um, Anthony Wesson checking in with a little update. He says he's going to his first Rangers game tomorrow versus the Royals. That's okay. what's up. Um, the Rangers' new stadium is one I have not been to yet, so I need to circle back, actually. I went to their old ballpark, um, but I need to go there. But, yeah, the Royals there right now, so that's what's up. Um, definitely enjoy the game and let us know. You know what I'm saying? We'd love to hear a frontline report of uh, what that stadium is like, for sure. Definitely. Grace oh, checking man. in, too. What's going on, Grace? We also got, yes, Grace in the building and Unk coming in, too. So what's good, Unk? We, we appreciate yeah. all y'all. And um, I think it's time, though, Strizzy. I think it's time. Definitely. During final say, we'll, we'll we'll talk more about about um about the hot stuff. But yeah, let's go ahead and um let me pull up the graphics real quick so we can get it right. And let's go ahead and jump into our uh, our first topic. Sure. What's up next? Oh, let's check it out, man, real quick. Oh, tune to NFL, NFL talk. talk. Let's get it. All right, so NFL talk. The first uh, topic of today. Now, again, we're deep in the offseason. The draft is over. Um, so the main things for, for coming up um, is the schedule release, actually, coming out this Thursday. Um, I'm very excited. I feel like this is always a day. I mark my calendar for this because we can go through and see, you know, exactly when all the teams are playing, when those matchups happen, and, um, you know, some of those games that, you know, may may loom large for the season. So, um, yeah. Strizzy, what do you think about schedule release day? You're up for it? Yeah, I'm always up for schedule release. You know, I like to see like you know who we're playing, when we're playing them. You know, for playing them at home or away. Um, I also like kind of sometimes going through. I haven't done a chip, but I like going through and kind of guessing what I think our record might be. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, like okay, should beat them, ain't gonna beat them type stuff. So yeah, man, schedule release day is always it's always cool. Something to definitely look forward to as the uh, we get closer to the season. Right. No, absolutely. Yeah. Um. I, I, I do the same, you know what I'm saying? I always love to go through and, and circle kind of, okay, well, I think this might be a win-loss based on what we know today, of course, and some of that might be wishful thinking. But I also do like the 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 teams lately have been starting to do, like, videos and stuff for the schedule release. Like, everybody's in the little media department trying to outdo each other. Um, yeah. Last year we had Post Malone, you know, being, like, the postman to deliver Jerry Jones the schedule. So, um, yeah. It's pretty funny, though, but it, it's it's kind of interesting because you kind of see the team's personalities, like, or lack thereof when, when they kind of come out with these videos, for sure. For real. But we'll be watching that. And uh, next week, maybe we should do some little predictions. Maybe we can have everybody send in some predictions on their team's uh, schedules, win-loss. No, no. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Like, look at the schedules. See, 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 see how you think your team's going to do. Exactly, yeah. Um, before we get keep rolling, I do want to welcome in Kelly. Happy Tuesday. Thank you for being here with us. And then Anthony Wesson mentions, yeah, the first Thursday night, Chargers at Chiefs. And they have released some of them, right? They they released the first Thursday night. They talked about uh, what the international games are going to be, the Germany game and, and um, the Mexico game. So that stuff should be cool. But um, Thursday, for sure, we'll get to see that whole thing. So yeah. um, other things on here, Sony Michelle signed with the Miami Dolphins, which is kind of interesting. You know, he was kind of a forgotten guy, but – at this point, has two Super Bowl rings now, and uh, yeah, yeah, right. he joins a backfield in Miami, which has kind of got a lot of like random pieces. So really um, does no for sure starter started. there. Well, I don't know. They should have a for sure starter, but they haven't had one. Right. You know what I mean? So hopefully they'll they'll lock that down. But we'll we'll see. I think Gaskin yeah. get it. I think it'll. Well, yeah, it could be Gaskin or even Mostert. He came over from the 49ers oh, and right. the coach. Right. So 
He um, might get it, but he can get injured. Yeah, we'll see. But also, other news on here, James Bradbury was released by the Giants. A really solid corner. He started his career with the Panthers. So I wanted to hear your thoughts on, like, him right now, what his status is. Yeah, man, like I was saying before, man, he's, he's, he's a very reliable cornerback. You know I mean? He's not one of those guys that's, like, super locked down. But uh, he, he definitely does his job. He knows what he's doing. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm – I'm curious on you know what what route they're going or where he might might uh, where he might end up. I know with us, you know, we were kind of resetting, so that's why we let him go. You know, we didn't we didn't sign him to a bigger contract uh, when we let him go. But I, I think he'll be fine anywhere. You know, what I mean, any team would be lucky to pick him up to have a good, reliable corner on on either side of the uh, the field. So uh, we'll see, man. We'll see. Yeah, I think he'll get scooped up pretty quick, but. It sucks for him because free agency is kind of over and a lot of teams have already spent up their cap money. So um, maybe he just gets a one-year prove-it deal. But, yeah, definitely a starter right away wherever he goes pretty much. Yeah. Um, so uh, the last thing on here, uh, Tom Brady has officially made an agreement to become the lead analyst for Fox Sports when he retires. Now, of course, we don't know when that will be. It almost was this last uh, spring maybe after next year, but it's kind of interesting. Apparently they threw a boatload of money at him after losing uh, Troy Aikman. But to me, you know, who knows if he's even going to be any good in the booth? Like I, I assume probably, but uh, what did you think about that though? Already getting the job. <laughs> I kind of like it. You know what I mean? I feel like they got to, you know, you know, it's Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Like you said, you just lost Troy Aikman. Like who better to kind of replace him than, you know, the best quarterback of all time. You know what I mean? So, right. um, you know they're gonna have to throw some money at him for him to do it to, to make the decision before even actually retiring. You know what I mean? But Tom Tom's actually really funny, man. I don't know if you like catch Tom Brady's tweets, but like he was kind of a he he's kind of a jerk, but and uh, like funny at the same time. Kind, kind of like right. thing, you know what I'm saying? Like he's not like Aaron Rodgers jerkish, but like still has a a, a solid sense of humor. So uh, we'll we'll see how he does. We'll see how he does. Yeah. And I think he should do well. And even if he's, like, not the best at it right away or not natural at it, I'm sure he'll learn that. Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, you know, the name alone is going to attract a lot of people. So I uh, appreciate the comments for, uh, you know, the comment section on that one. Definitely paying these guys a lot of money uh, to, to do the commentating uh, lately. You know, it been, keeps getting bigger and bigger. So let's see. A couple of the things I did want to say. Unk is over here talking about Dallas Mayor is in favor of a second team in Dallas. <laughs> Uh, Pop says Jerry wouldn't let it happen. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, that is funny though, you know, but everybody knows the Dallas Cowboys is such a big thing. Like they would, they would, they pretty much absorb anything the Texans can get too. You know what I'm saying? Like just even being like the, the, uh, kind of football team for Texas. So I don't think you'd have to like coordinate all of your home games when Dallas is away. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's like there'd be no like everybody would be at the Dallas game, like the, the Cowboys game. Like, I don't know. There's no way that could work unless they did it that way. There's no and way. there's yeah, you're right. Just bringing up that as just a logistical standpoint, like there's not too many markets that can support it. Um, You talk about really it's only like L.A. and yeah. New York and really even there it's 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 split apart like so even if they were having a game in the same day there's so much room like they're 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 nowhere near each other so exactly exactly um, yeah so uh pop says in terms of thomas brady thomas martin funny but not sure he'll be great at it yeah so right i'm kind of the same way i'm like i don't know we'll see it might take an adjustment so no yeah. for sure I, I agree with that i agree with that and ant coming in with the statistics though dallas fort worth is predicted to become a larger metro area than chicago soon mm. That's crazy. A lot of people moving to Texas, though, yeah. for sure. A lot of people moving to Arizona, too, too much. I know. I was just about to say that. It's crazy. Oh, <laughs> uh, All right. That's what's up. So, okay, so that's really the NFL news. A little bit light, but the next thing we're going to do is really kind of a fun activity that we we put together. Um, We talked about a couple weeks ago. I think it was on uh, episode 139 that we did a mock drafts, and we kind of took a look at them, and even a couple of our slackers participated. So, um. We took it upon ourselves to take those mock drafts and um, grade it up against the actual results. So here we go. This slide is a little bit busy. It's a little bit hard to see, but um, I think I am going to put us in this little this little smaller mode so we can get a little bit closer to that. Um, but I wanted to talk real quick about uh, the scoring methodology that we decided. And uh, we, we were trying to figure out a fair way to really grade these drafts and um, to kind of um, also create scoring, right? So that there'd be like, some kind of competition because we figured if we only did based on like getting the actual pick right, it would be, you know, extremely hard. So um, what you hear, what you see here is the results in our little Excel spreadsheet. And again, I 
you know, you got to just forgive the the graphics or whatever. But this is this is the best we're doing on our budget right now. Um, <laughs> all the green highlighted green picks are where uh, the actual uh, player or the actual person got the exact pick right. The the name, the the player, and everything. Um, so that was worth a hundred points. And then, as you can see on our scoring methodology, if you got the correct position, it was fifty points. If it was picked within one spot, so either right before that player was right before or right after the pick that you predicted, you got 35 points. Uh, within two was 20 and within four was 10. So uh, that's how we decided to do the scoring. And I actually went through and kind of assigned a score for each prediction. So here we have the results and we'll, we'll talk about it in just a second. But I did want to kind of hear your thoughts, Trizzy, on how you thought the draft went and just any surprises and and how you graded out. Yeah, I did horrible in the draft grade wise, but like, but uh, I think the draft actually went really well. I think a lot of surprises, a lot of um, a lot of trades. I mean, a ton of trades that really changed a lot of things around. Yeah. Um, wasn't expecting the the two defensive backs to go back to back, but uh, actually really happy on kind of like where they went. I, I think both teams that were in desperate need of both, and which really worked out for my squad because we landed the best tackle in the draft. So I thought that was huge, huge. Um, but I think the um, the draft was uh, really crazy. You know what I mean? I, I wasn't expecting that many trades. Um, yeah. I also expected Aiden Hutchinson to go first. I, I know they were talking about Trevon Walker uh, going first after that, but uh, I, I'm really curious to see how that goes, you know what I'm saying? Because I think Trevon was drafted based on potential, what he can be instead of what, what uh, Hutchinson is right now. Yeah. So, so like, they're always going to, they're going to just be compared with each other forever, like forever, forever. Like Hutchinson has to be the guy he is right now. And I feel like Walker's going to pan out too to be what they hope he can be. Otherwise they're going to, he's always going to, it's always going to be that like, Oh, they should have taken Hutchinson. You know what I'm saying? But, right. but I, I kind of love it though. Cause I feel like that's going to give Walker the edge to kind of like, all right, cool. I, I got to work hard. I got to go out there and do exactly what these dudes are expecting me to do and, and expecting me to be. So uh, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. No, I, I agree. I, I think that's a great. And I think in the first couple of years, you know, he might be like he because he is pro, more pro ready. Um, Aiden Hutchinson uh, might, right. might might be better or whatever. But that is the long term measuring stick. They're always going to be great against each other. And yeah. who knows? You know, sometimes the GM jobs uh, kind of sway in the balance because of those things. If you think back to like uh, Mitch Trubisky, you know, yeah. He didn't do terrible, but they always just every time you would hear, well, he was picked before Patrick Mahomes, you know, and Jeez. he was picked before before uh, Deshaun Watson. So that, you know, that always sticks in people's minds. So, yeah, it's just going to it's just going to always be brought up, you know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't it, it's hard to tell. You know, what I mean, these guys who were great in college don't always pan out in, in the pros. And some some of the guys who were uh, who were not so great in college. So great whatever, yeah. Pro, yeah. So you just never know, man. He could come in there and have it right away and just automatically be a force to be reckoned with. So I'm, I'm rooting for both of them, but we'll, you know, we'll see how it goes. For sure. For sure. Um, I do want to thank uh, our slackers, uh, Pops and Anthony Wesson for participating. That was really dope. Uh, Anthony Wesson, you know, he said he nailed a few and he did get the most uh, correct players, right? Yeah, uh, with is. six actual picks, right? And he, you know, he said he knew that the Ravens would get Hamilton. So um, I definitely got to tip my hat to Anthony Wesson. And also because he had trades in his draft. He was like the most advanced, like wheeling and dealing. And uh, still got a lot right. Uh, Pops came, uh, came through also with his mock draft. And um, said he got the first three right, hoping that was enough. And um, I do want to go ahead and reveal the scores. But um, it was so close. And <laughs> somehow I edged out Anthony with a lot of the lower scores. Um, I'm turning out, but I think that I do want to grant um, Anthony Wesson as the official GM um, of, of the Slack community, especially because he included those trades and got the most picks right. So yeah, Anthony Wesson, great job with that for sure. Really? Anthony said, this is what I do. Yeah, exactly. He was like, I'm on it. You know what I'm saying? He definitely put in the research. Um, but in general, I just think this was a lot of fun. And um, I hope we can kind of build on it next year. And if more slackers want to, you know, um, kind of give their mock drafts, we can kind of make this a bigger thing and kind of, uh, you know, just have something fun to, to play with it. So, no, so, most definitely, man. This was a lot of fun. It's continue to grow. We definitely got to get some more more slackers involved with it. But it was definitely a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I'm glad now that we know the um, the actual, you know, scoring methodology and everything like that, uh, we can kind of build from there and we can be ready. And who knows, like Anthony said in the in the comments here, maybe even do an NBA mock draft. So true. Um, 
I know I'll get washed in that because I just <laughs> don't really know NBA as well. But I um, feel you. But at least we do have kind of a methodology, you know what I'm saying, that we can kind of go from. So that was a lot of fun. So um, I do want to say again last time, appreciate all of that. Um, appreciate the participation in, um, and you guys kind of checking out our mock draft. So good stuff there. Um, anything else for NFL, though? I, I, I was looking, and like I said, you know, it wasn't too much. But No, not that I can, not that I can think of. Um, I know Deshaun Watson's court stuff is still going on, like things like every Friday or something like that. So you got the you know twenty two civil civil cases still going on, but haven't heard much from it since then. That's true, yeah, and that's a good thing to bring up because that's one of the things we're tracking in the off season. Um, there's still a couple um, of players that kind of want to be traded, you know, Debo Samuel, mm-hmm. things like that. That we're still kind of tracking that, but the NFL is going to be pretty quiet until until camps, um, you know, until camps open up. So. Very true. This is, this is officially kind of the lull, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but let's go ahead and move on to our, our next topic of the night. All right, NBA talk. So we know um, this is the playoff semifinals. And it's getting a little bit down to the nitty gritty. So I wanted to take a closer look at where the series are right now, um, starting in the West here and starting with a series that has a game tonight. Um, a little surprising. The Phoenix Suns and the Dallas Mavericks are tied uh, at 2-2. And um, Strizzy, just give me your thoughts on the series and uh, how do you think things will progress moving forward? Um, I know we'll talk about you know the Miami and Philly game. Uh game as well later on, but I feel like game five is so important. You know what I mean? Uh, Phoenix started off so hot. I mean, they started off so hot. I was like, this series is over. You know what I mean? Like they really, they literally let Luca score 45 a game and then just held the rest of the team at bay and, and Mavs just couldn't do it. Uh, but Jason yeah. and the Mavs have really turned things around um, in Dallas. So, uh, it, you know, zero, zero now, you know what I'm saying? Best of, <laughs> best of three, essentially. So, right. Um, uh, I, I would say that the Phoenix Suns definitely should be worried. You know what I mean? Like, I think right now they're relying very heavily on Chris Paul. If Chris Paul doesn't play well, they lose. And they lose pretty handedly, you know what I mean? And Luka has – I feel like right now Luka has figured them out. Um, and he's way too good, you know, to, to you know to take for granted, you know what I mean? So if, if right. – and Dallas has all the momentum. So if they come into Phoenix tonight and they get game five, I think the series is actually over just because I feel like they Phoenix has been found out. And with the way they struggled against uh, – um, the Pelicans and how they kind of struggled these last two games with with Dallas. I just there's no way they're going to beat Golden State. Like there's no way. I just I don't believe it. Wow. Yeah. But I agree with you as far as the surprising turnaround. You know those yeah. first two games. Um, you know Phoenix Suns looked like they knew what they were doing. Like you said, they looked like they were like we're going to let Luca do what he needs to do and just stop everybody else, and that's enough. But um, it is interesting. You know they always say like. Uh, you know, that you never know and that you're supposed to win your home games, right? So, you know, we'll see tonight if if Phoenix can do that. Um, But I do think they'll be in a little bit of trouble or it's a little bit too much, you know, it's a little bit um, too risky right now, you know what I'm saying, for it only being the second round. So Exactly. I I don't know. It's it's kind of crazy, you know, I mean, we'll talk about it next. But, uh, yeah, the power of Phoenix is the wear on Paul. Um, I just – I expected better. Like, he's not really injured right now. He's not really hurting, you know what I'm saying? So, like – he had a really bad game three, and I was hoping for a, a bounce back game four, and we just didn't see it. He, you know, I think he fouled out in game four, which yeah. is, uh, you know, not necessarily like him. And um, Lucas, he's just he's playing with them. He's playing with everybody. Nobody can guard him. He's posting everybody up. He's stronger than everybody. He's bigger than everybody. You know what I mean? So um, right now, he's literally playing with the Phoenix Suns. So uh, he continues. He, like I think the game span four, the 26-13-9, 26-7-7, he continues those numbers, man. Phoenix are in trouble. Yeah, because it looks like he's got that full balance. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Of um, kind of making everything happen. So, and that that is why I kind of threw up those just to kind of see like what what Luke has been doing so far in the series. And it's funny that as his scoring regressed and as his other things kind of you know kind of came up and like kind of leveled that out more, that the the Mavericks were more successful. So we'll yeah. see. But tonight is a big game, and I think that'll be a big you know big decision as far as who, who wins this series. So yeah, I think it's huge. Let's switch up to golden state and Memphis. Now this looks like this series is over and um, you know, John Morant was injured. He missed game four. And now earlier today, it was made official that he will not return for the, or he's questionable for return for the entire playoffs with a bone bruise in his knee. 
Mm-hmm. And um, happened on that play. It's kind of interesting. You know, they're saying, you know, that the Warriors have said earlier they broke the code uh, with what happened to Gary Payton Jr. And then um, now, you know, kind of Morant said, you know, hey, you know, kind of grabbed on me. But I don't think it was a dirty play. Um, but what did you think about the play and kind of the injury? Yeah, I, I don't I don't really think it was a dirty play. Honestly, I, I it sucks, man. These type of things happen. You know what I mean? Like, it, it kind of is what it is. And, you know, as far as, like, the whole breaking the code stuff, like, I, I don't know. I, freak accidents happen, dude. You know what I mean? Like, I really don't think that that was intentional. But, you know, they're going to – whatever they're going to use for motivation to beat this team, I guess they're going to use for motivation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But I do think that this is pretty much uh, – this series is pretty much over. Um, yeah. I do give the Warriors uh, – I'm sorry, not, not the Warriors, the Grizzlies, you know, credit for kind of hanging in because all of these games have been relatively close, except for I think the first one, uh, the, you know, uh, games two through four have been pretty close. Um, no, they could have won game four. one if, if Morant didn't miss that layup. You know what I'm saying? They, they, yeah. they, won, by, they won by one point, you know what I mean? So Morant, you know, uh, Clay hit that – wait, wait, was that game two? Yeah, I think that was game two. Yeah, yeah, game one. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, game two. You know, he he comes back. He makes that layup. You know, it's one one going going back to Golden State, and you know maybe they still another one. But um, but yeah, I they're not going to come back, especially without Jaw and 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 take three in a row from from Golden State. It's not happening. Yeah, and um, I'm kind of leaning towards this way. Um, Pops the same Warriors in the West. It yeah. will be interesting to see if the Warriors get through this uh, series tomorrow and have to wait out, you know, kind of this slugfest that's happening with the Suns and the Mavericks that they might be well-poised to kind of take advantage of that. So um, we'll see. We'll see what happens, ends up happening in the West. Um, But I do want to move over to the East, and let's talk about your squad, the Heat and the Sixers. Uh, Pops gave us an update earlier. The Heat are up 78-59, to so it looks like they're cruising in Game 5, which is currently underway. Um, How are you feeling about the squad? How are you feeling about Philly kind of coming back in this series? Um. Good, you know, good actually. You know, I, I'm really, I'm, I don't know. I like Joel and B, man. Like, I, I like, I like how he's grown. You know what I'm saying? I feel like he, he, he's doing well, but I do feel sorry for him. Like, dude's hurting everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, even, even though I was watching the game earlier, he was holding his back after trying to save a ball, which I don't think he should have tried to save. But right, you know, he's got the, you know, the, the bone fracture in the face. He needs surgery on that finger, and now his back starting to hurt. Um. Not a, I don't feel sorry enough for him to want them to you know beat my squad, but um, yeah. you know game games three and four man were tough. Like we shot so horribly in both games. Game three was one of the ugliest games I probably ever watched, ever in the history of basketball. That game was so bad, dude. We couldn't we couldn't <laughs> we couldn't buy a bucket. We couldn't get a bucket on credit. You know what I'm saying? Like it was yeah. so bad. And then game four, Jimmy did his best to keep us in it, man. He he balled out, but nobody else was really really working for him. And tonight. We're hitting shots, you know what I'm saying? Like, when we're hitting shots and our defense is playing the way it's playing, we are a really, really hard team to beat. We're extremely deep. It's just we, we got to hit shots. We don't hit shots. We know we put ourselves – we throw ourselves in holes. And um, it's crazy. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad we have the lead that we have. We can't let up. I don't want them making a run, trying to come back in the fourth quarter. Let's let's win this game by 20. You know what I mean? Like, I think we're, we're up close to 20. Like, let's just win it by 20. And uh, it's got to come down to who can win away. You know what I mean? We have to win. If we win game five, we got to win game six. Let's let's not get to game seven. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I think it'd be best interested to just kind of, you know, try to finish that with these next two games. It looks like they got this one in hand um, at home. So going back to Philly, you know, probably up 3-2. Mm-hmm. I do like that Joel Embiid came back in this series and it kind of made it, you know, a little bit more of, of a competition. Um, but I think it just furthers the point that James Harden is just – What's up? You know what I'm saying? He just has nothing in the playoffs. Like, he's just not that guy. It, so, took, it really took him to score 30. Because, like, the game was really close. And I think if it stayed close and he doesn't go off, Miami probably wins game. You know, with the way Jimmy was playing, they probably win game four. But, you know, I mean, that he hasn't scored more than 22 points. But, you know, uh, minus the game yet, or uh, on Sunday, I think it was. Right. Um all, all playoffs, you know what I'm saying? He hasn't so, in the playoffs yet, yeah. Right, right. exactly. So it's like and you just you just you expect more from him. And uh I don't know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Well, Pops is still mad at him B. He caused all this. He's terrible. <laughs> He's still not having it. Unk is wondering why Duncan Robinson isn't playing. Deep. So 
I think the problem is Duncan, like I think I mentioned it earlier in the season, Duncan Robinson was shooting really, really bad. Like he was, he was just going through a slump. He just wasn't playing very well. So when Max Strauss came out, he wasn't struggling. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think right now we're really deep and we got Caleb Martin going out the bench. Victor Oladipo is back fully healthy now. So he's getting a ton of minutes. Um, Gabe Vincent's playing really well um, and, and uh, backing up uh, Kyle Lowry. So, I mean, Marky Morris isn't even playing. He's really good on defense, too. You know what I mean? So, like, there's a lot of guys who really aren't playing who will fall out of the rotation. And, and since Max Strauss is such a good three-point shooter, too, he's just, you know, uh, Duncan's just kind of falling out of the rotation. He got a little bit of playing time tonight, which is, like, the first of the, the playoffs. He, he didn't play in the first round. He hasn't played um, in games one through four either. Um, but, you know, I, uh, I think it's just a matter of what's working for us right now and not wanting to break up that chemistry. Yeah. And as the matchups change, it could change too. Most definitely. Most definitely. All right. Let's switch over to the other series um, in the East. And as Unk says, Boston is making Milwaukee sweat. Um, I, the other night, you know, um, Giannis had a little stare down on Horford. Apparently that, that uh, got Horford going. And, and really, I guess it did. I guess that's the motivation he needed, but he looked like uh, 10 years ago, Al Horford. Yeah. <laughs> Or at least eight, at least seven, eight years ago, Al Horford, um, and, and kind of really was instrumental in in helping Boston even out the series. So now it's two two, another three game series. What do you think happens next? Um, it's funny, you know, we talk about Boston making Milwaukee's really been beating Boston up in all four games. It, these mental lapses that allows Boston to come back into them, except for the one blowout. I think Boston blew them out in one of the games, game two maybe. Um. But Milwaukee's basically been beating them up, and they're still not fully healthy. You know, they're doing this without Middleton. So um, I think Milwaukee just has to play a complete game. They play a complete game. This series is probably over. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, I, don't, I don't think they're sweating too bad. They keep playing the defense they've been playing on uh, on um, Boston's boy, uh, Jason Tatum. You know, you know they're, they he's really been struggling throughout this basically this entire series. But uh, Giannis just got to do what Giannis does. and. I think Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee gets out of this one. Got you. I think so too. I definitely hope so because I can't stand this. <laughs> I can't stand I'm this, you, bro. And I, I love Giannis. Yeah, he's just he's become one of my favorite players like so quickly. But yeah, uh, no, for yeah, sure he's dope. Can't stand Boston. Yeah. All right. So that's the reset kind of on where we're at with the two playoff series, but. um more than likely we could be in the conference finals when we come together again on Tuesday, or at least the majority of the games will have been set because, um, you know, there's, there's still, you know, a couple more days or whatever, enough days where we'll probably be through these series. So we'll see what happens and we'll be right back with you, obviously to kind of talk about the playoff bracket again on uh, next week. So um, want to round out a little bit more news in the NBA talk. Monty Williams. So Marcus would be happy to know he's officially been named the NBA coach of the year as well now. Um, so that's official from the NBA and, and um, it couldn't have come soon enough because if he blows this series with the Mavericks, like it's not going to feel as good. Um, <laughs> but, but I do want to say congratulations to him because, you know, the way the Suns played during the regular season, you know, and the, and the way that they've kind of come together as a team is really legit. He's got all the right people in the right roles. Definitely. I definitely so, agree, man. You know, they, uh, Booker got hurt at the beginning of the season. Didn't let up. Chris Paul missed what five weeks, I think, with the the thumb thumb injury or whatever it was. Um, and they still ended up with the you know best record in the, in the league. And you know, so hats off to him. Man. He did he did a really good job. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in other coaching news, uh, Mike Brown of the Warriors uh, is going to be the head coach of the Kings. And it's pretty crazy because this news was announced. Um, I think it was like earlier yesterday or earlier the day um, of the the last uh, Warriors game. And then he found out that you know Steph, uh, Steve Kerr was not going to be able to coach the game and ended up having to be the the head coach for that game too. So kind of a crazy day for him. But how do you think that works out for the Kings? And do you think Mike Brown is ready to be a head coach again? Uh, we'll see. You know what I mean? Like. You know, I, you know, it's kind of nice when you have LeBron James, you know, as your, your number one guy, especially when he's in his prime at that point in time. Uh, but the Kings don't really have a lot to look forward to. You know what I mean? Like, they, I, you know, it's still going to take a little while for them to put it together, but but I, I still think it's a great look for the league. You know, we I, I love seeing our, our, our African-American coaches keep these uh, head coaching jobs. 
Um, but it's still rough, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like when you come into a job like this, it's like you got two years, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. You got you got two years. Like, we need to we need to see what you can do in year one, and we need to see like extreme progress in year two. And if we ain't got it, we're looking for somebody else. So yeah. He hasn't he hasn't coached a game for them yet. And he's already on the hot seat. You know what I'm saying? So uh we'll we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. How you, how you feel? I feel like it's another placeholder. I feel like it's just like, yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah. But the Kings, it's kind of tough. And, and I don't like to be like that, but it's kind of tough to really see them, like envision them kind of like moving forward, you know, even okay. with like the Grizzlies and, and with some of the other teams in the West, like you could see it where it's like, okay, like they, they could be coming forward. Um, yeah. But with the Kings, okay. the way it's the way it is right now, you know, and the way that it's just like every couple of years they get rid of their best players, like they just don't know what to do. So, <laughs> man, you're right, dude. I mean, you think about like the Pelicans, the Timberwolves, and uh, and um, man, who else did you just say? Said Pelicans, the Timberwolves, even like um, even the Trailblazers or something like. Oh well, yeah, like, Memphis. Well, you said Memphis, yeah. Memphis, Memphis, yeah. All, you know, all three of those teams who are like bottom feeders for the last couple of years, they're all on the rise, man. Uh, Anthony yeah. Edwards has been phenomenal, you know, only in his second year in the league, and you know. The Kings really ain't getting any better, you know what I'm saying? So we'll we'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. So, um, so now that brings though the coaching search down to only two teams, and that's the Charlotte Hornets and the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, Unc says the Lakers need Mark Jackson to be hired as coach. I, I love you, Unc, but I I couldn't disagree more. Like I would just be it'd be so hard for me if that ends up what's happening, like I'll try to root for them and being positive about it, but I just don't see that as the right move. Um, I hope Jeannie figures something out though. I don't know. And then moms, uh, thank you. You know what I'm saying? I did this specifically for you moms. I misspelled around the league, um, but I wanted to make sure that you were still watching and that your editorial skills uh, didn't fall off at all. So thank you. We will have that corrected <laughs> in the, uh, the subsequent PowerPoints. Uh, all right. So the last bit of news, though, uh, from around the league is that the uh, Bucks and the Hawks are going to be playing in Abu Dhabi, in Dubai, uh, a preseason game next year. And then also the Warriors are going to be playing in Japan again. So um, I just thought that was pretty cool, at least report on that, just to kind of, I don't know what that scene would be like, but the NBA just wants more and more money. They want more and more markets. So they're just like, let's, let's get it popping. You know, yeah. that, that's cool though. Like I, it's cool too. Like, you know, hopefully it's one of those things where like they get a, a certain amount of time, you know, before and after the game. So I'm sure that, you know, the players who have never been there would love to kind of like see it, you know, walk around and explore a little bit before having to come back to the States. But uh, right. you're right, man. It's, Let's get out there. Let's get in front of you know as many people as many countries as we can. It's NBA. NBA is doing it, man. Like they they they've always been one of the better organizations in regards to just overall marketing. You know what I'm saying? So right. No, I agree. And even from the beginning, they always are like they're the only league where when they you know whoever wins the champions, they they're the world champions, and they've always been like really defined about being like we are the platform for basketball. Like regardless, like we're the top. You know, um, so um i am just interested too like some of those players got youtube channels or whatever like you know what i'm saying they'll probably go see the see, see some cool stuff while they're out there so yeah um one more note on nba from the comments uh pop says hornets and philly are gonna fight over d and tony why i don't know why and i could see that happening um Damn. i know damn tony would love to get his hands on on Noah ball but then he also you know what i mean like he's also got ties with uh harden and um and Maury. Uh, and Maury. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. But you, you watch it. You're, I think we are actually watching uh, Harden kind of, I won't say hit a cliff, but he's sliding a little. You know what I'm saying? Like he ain't, right. he ain't falling. He's just kind of sliding on his knees a little bit. You know what I'm saying? On his legs. So um, he's been he's been down that road before. But I don't know. Maybe it's different. He's got a, a center this time. I don't know. Maybe. I just feel like D'Antoni's just another retread. Like, I'm ready for, like, the next generation, you know. Yeah. Even, like, the Hornets uh, – or not the Hornets, the Pelicans uh, head coach, which I feel bad I'm blanking on his name right now. But, like, I'm ready for, like, those guys. You know what I'm saying? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Unc real quick says players better behave. Hopefully they do. And um, and we don't have any other, you know, situations like that. And then Anthony Weston says Lakers should kick the tires on Phil. As a consultant, maybe. But not like let's not bring him back as a coach. Like <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. That's just me. But 
let's go ahead and keep it popping. Um, let's go ahead and close out NBA talk and get into our last official topic. So what's next again? Other sports? Oh yeah, yeah, other sports. Okay, yeah. so so not like not football. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. basketball. We did that already. Oh okay, like like hockey. Yeah, yeah, yeah like hockey, hockey. hockey feel okay, me? Okay, like like oh like baseball. Yes you know sir. Yes sir. Like like soccer, right? There we go. Like soccer. Like other sports. Yeah. All right, other sports. Um, a lot going on for other sports actually this weekend and coming up. So we actually got two slides for other sports. So get ready. Um, um, and, and let's let's go ahead and get into it. This first one, we have the Stanley Cup playoffs on there, and I know it's really hard to see, but this bracket actually does have um the series and what the series are at. All of them are tied to two, except for the Avalanche have advanced, and then also um um Pittsburgh Penguins are leading 3-1 over the Rangers. But um, it's been a very even Stanley Cup playoff so far. Um, a lot of back and forth, a lot of home teams winning. So that's just exciting. So definitely keep an eye on that and um, go abs. I, I really think this is the year. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited. But who are you following again? Remind me, who are you following this year? Uh, so, like, I don't know. Like, I, I I enjoy watching the Lightning play, but I'm, I'm going for your abs this year, man. I, I thought they had it last year. You know what I mean? And um, I, I actually do agree with you. I think this is the year this year. Um, and hopefully they can make it happen. There was, was so close last year. You know what I mean? And Yeah. And, uh, but, yeah, man, I'm really just kind of going for them, see if they can get it done. For sure. I'm excited. Um, and then Pops and I have been trying to catch some of the games that we can. And um, it was cool because game four was last night and um, they actually went down a goal. But that was the first time they were like uh, behind the whole series and they ended up coming yeah. back and winning it out. So that's what's yeah. up. <laughs> they killed um, them all series. Like, oh, God. Like, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's exciting. Um, I know we hit a couple of bet MGMs on them, too. So that's what's up. Yeah. Um, who else we have on this slide? The ladies of the WNBA. They're ready. They're back in action. And, um, you know, and they're ready to have their best season yet. So um, they had a little commissioner's cup where it was like come up some of the, like four of the like top teams or whatever from last year that played in it. And I kind of like that they kind of do these little tournaments and stuff to kind of create different interests. It's almost like a soccer element, um, but it's a way for them to kind of prolong the season and, and create more meaningful games. So uh, definitely just wanted to say shout out to WNBA. And I'm hoping maybe we can get out to another game. Oh, we do. We should actually. We had a great time. We went before, um, and I think it was actually Brianna Stewart's first game or second game yeah. um, that we saw her play in. Uh, one of the definitely top WNBA players. Um, but we had sweet tickets. Uh, we've also, you know, gone to other games. You know, been down there. So definitely exciting for sure. So definitely. Um, and lastly, on here, the the Champions League final in soccer is set. We have Liverpool versus. Um, uh, Real Madrid and it, it's gonna be it should be pretty exciting but um Real Madrid they came back against Man City uh they were down in in the after the first leg and they came back in dramatic fashion to set up this Champions League so we'll see what's up with that but I think that's not till May 25th or 26th or something like that so yeah. we uh we, we got a little while for that um Anthony Weston said he's a he's a Mercury fan and I I kind of am too that's one of the the teams that I root for that's one of the only home teams on like for whatever <laughs> yeah. I root for, right? Um, but the Mercury games get hype, you know. They really yeah. do. They 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 have a great fan base for sure. So, um, let's see. Moving on though, in other sports, we know we, you know you mentioned there was a couple other stories. As Unc uh, alluded to, Canelo Avalo, uh, Alvarez lost this past weekend. He got mopped up by Bival, uh, just a bigger, more physical fighter. Um, I'm just pissed because this ruins the Triple G rematch. We talked about it. It was yeah. like Canelo was already looking forward, already had the rest of the year planned out, and now, um, you know, all that is kind of up in the air. So I was kind of shocked, but what did you think about um, about the fight? Um, I agree, man. I, uh, you know, I, it's funny because I literally just got done talking about, like, how ahead Canelo's been of everybody, how, like, his, all his last couple of fights have been very one-sided, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, I mean, he really got handled in this fight. Like, he yeah. really got beat up from, like, start to finish. So I I, I was actually really surprised. I, I couldn't believe it. Um, so I, I'm actually, you know, I'm really curious to kind of see, like, where what happens from here. You know what I mean? Are they going to try to rematch it? Does he want the rematch? Um, you know what I mean? But I, I'm with you, man. I would love it. I would love with him at first Triple G fight. Triple G is my dude. Um, I know he's probably on his way out soon, so you know let's get the trilogy going. But um, I don't know; it just it, it threw me for a loop. I I didn't think he was going to lose this fight. Yeah, 
I didn't either. Uh, he was stepping up in weight class, and Baval was the former champion. But I just kind of figured, um, you know, I figured Canelo would handle himself, um, and I was hoping he would because I wanted to see that last Triple G fight, uh, meaningless as it was. But um, I agree. I think he, I think he definitely got handled. And Anthony Weston mentions he says that score was terrible. No way it was one fifteen to one thirteen. And that's the thing. Even though he wasn't technically the champion here, they gave Canelo um, the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, and, uh, and yeah, so. Um, Unk says Canelo looked very unprepared. I agree. Anthony Weston says he already exercises rematch clause, I believe. And so that's what I was trying to confirm today before the show, doing a little bit of notes. He said he was going to do his uh, rematch clause, but I haven't seen it official yet. I don't know how quickly those things move or whatever, you know. So, um, so we'll, we'll, we'll see how that progresses in other sort of quote unquote fighting news. Uh, Mike Tyson, <laughs> we talked about, um, that, you know, he had this incident with a fan recently. And um, it, it came out today that there's not going to be any charges pressed or anything like that. He's not going to face any punch uh, punishment for for the incident. So I, I think that's good. Yeah, I think so too. You gonna like you, you know what I'm saying? You poke a bear, you get a bear, man. Like, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? So let's see. Yeah. Um. So the other things here, the F1 uh, was in Miami this past weekend, and it was pretty cool. Um, pretty cool scene, and they want to start to bring more races to the U.S., which I, I really hope for. Obviously, the F1 is really more based in in, in Europe, and and it, and it's and it's really more of an international thing for us. Um, to see it here in America was cool, but one thing that sucked is during the race, the roads were actually very rough. Um, you know, some of it was all around Hard Rock's uh, Stadium, which is where the Dolphins play, but also you know going out into the surrounding neighborhoods and stuff like that. So. Um, it's kind of unfortunate, and I hope that doesn't dissuade them kind of from moving forward. But still, right. still a really cool scene to see, you know. As Unk says, F one is very intense, um, and uh, yeah, my guy Hamilton, he just couldn't get it figured out this time. But Max Verstappen's won, and he he's the one that won the championship last year, so he's kind of the new the new guy. So, um, so Anthony Weston says a commentator mistake Banchero for Pat Mahomes. No, I didn't see that actually. I didn't see that, but I did see earlier. Unc was mentioning that a bunch of uh, a bunch of celebrities took um, selfies during the during the festivities in Miami. Um, so so that's what's up though, and definitely it's just a big thing, you know. F one it just kind of brings out you know big money, big sponsors. You know what I'm saying? And another thing that brings out big money and big sponsors is the, is the Kentucky Derby, which also happened this weekend. Um, so another you know obviously big race, and and another big surprise we had Rich Strike win the the Kentucky Derby who was actually an 80 to one uh, odds before the race and actually was like a late sub in um, I think like just the day or a couple days before. So did you do any horse racing or, or what did you think about that? No, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get in on it, man. Like I, I feel like with the horse racing, it's just, you know, whoever's guess is better than the next person. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, don't, I don't know nothing about them. Um, but like the 80 to one odds was crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that, that's huge. Um, but yeah, I didn't really, didn't really get in on it. I wanted to, but I, I kind of like chickened out. So I was like, I, I'll be just throwing money away at this point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's what it is. Yeah, no, for sure. I agree. I'm like, I don't know anything about horse racing. Um, but I have done like, you know, horse racing a little bit and like the Greyhound racing, like when we could go in person, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but, but you know, I, I don't really know nothing about nothing about that. So, um, we'll see. Anthony wasn't. I'm, I'm like that. I, I follow the same strategy. Bet on Sea Biscuit. Like, <laughs> uh, all right. The last thing I had on here was the Live Golf in- Invitational, which is the Breakaway Golf League. We've been kind of talking about a little bit through other sports of the last couple months, and um, their first match is set to happen in June of this year. I think it's like the first couple weeks of June, and. Um, recently or actually just earlier today the pga denied um everyone that basically set up for like an exemption to be able to uh, leave the pga for just like this one tournament and to go um and and participate in this now this is what they usually do for like international tournaments like the british open and things like that the pga usually just grants their release so that they can go and you know participate in these tournaments this yeah. time they weren't having any part of it and um i think it's because they're scared that there's too much money over here in this new golf tournament and they do not want their players actually being a part of it so no competition like, we don't want no type of competition point blank period yeah and i, I do think it's kind of 
I don't know. I do think it's just kind of lame from the PGA standpoint because they've never really had serious competition for, for, for years, you know what I'm saying? For, for forever. Um, and, and now that there's somebody trying to shake things up and trying to actually bring big money behind it, um, you know, they're kind of scared of that competition. They don't want to pay their players out like that. So yeah, we'll see. I'm just wondering if some of these like lower down players that are like, you know, on the fringe of say like the top 100 golfers in the world will just be like, well, I'm just going to go to this and I'll just rake up money in this one and, yeah. you know, and not worry about being on the PGA tour. So, so we'll see, we'll sure. see for sure. Um, but that's all we had for um, other sports. Um, let me see real quick. Oh, mom says uh, Churchill Downs was cool though. We did go to Churchill Downs um, when, you know, in, in part of our mini travels and um, got a picture out in front of that. So, it was cool to see, and I can only imagine what it's like on the race days or, you know, especially Kentucky Derby weekend. So, um, so that's what's up there. Um, I think we got a couple of things for final say, but I, I just wanted to know, Strizzy, if there's anything else you would touch on and oh, if you would uh, talk about your video too. Yeah, for sure, man. Before I touch that though, I got, you know, on sent me something that, uh, you know, we both definitely wanted to, uh, you know, uh, include in the final say, but, um, Unc said that he's doing the uh, the 50-mile rucksack march to bring attention to the 22 soldiers of veterans committing suicide every month. Um, if anybody wants to make a donation to it, they can, they can do so uh, at uh, Stop Soldier Suicide. I'm assuming probably .com, I'm assuming. Uh, Unc, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but definitely wanted to bring awareness to that. Um, I know I know my uncle is a uh, um, Army veteran, so I know he's knocking out 50 miles is a lot, Unc. More power to you, sir. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to knock that out, you know, let everybody know about that. And then um, <laughs> the YouTube video that I pulled off uh, earlier today, man, I did the uh, the Pocky One Chip Challenge. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. So it, it's a, I think it gets hotter every year. I did the 2021 chip. I don't think they, I don't know if they have a 2022 chip yet, but uh, it was the, I think the Carolina Reaper plus the Scorpion Pepper um, combined. Bro, like when I, when I ate that chip, right? Like, <laughs> Before I could even get it swallowed, my mouth was like already burning. And then like the worst part about it is like when you swallow it, now like the heat from the chip is like in your throat. Like there's nothing you can do about like the throat heat. Yeah. And like it, oh, no, like, I mean, 45 seconds in, I was like, yo, I'm 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 burning. I was dying. And uh the worst part about the entire thing is like two hours later when it was finished, like I was done, my stomach just started hurting hurting i mean like oh. like i mean like hurting i mean i was i was restless i couldn't stand still i started laying on my stomach <laughs> took a really cold shower i was chilling in the bathtub but i was bro it just hurt i'm like i'll never do this again unless somebody's paying me big money to do so it, it sucked <laughs> uh it'll be fun fun experience you know what i'm saying do it for the grand type stuff yeah, but uh man it was it was crazy i i, I took <laughs> i remember taking like my first drinks of the milk after it was all said and done it was just like the sweet sigh of relief, bro. Like it was like, oh my god. But even then, it just wasn't working, bro. Like it was, oh, it, it was, it was too hard. Much. Yeah, uh, one out of ten, I don't recommend. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, leave, so leave, leave that alone, suckers. Leave that alone. Yeah, for sure. We'll just we'll just take your word for it. We'll just watch the video. You know, we'll just check out the video and, and go from there. But yeah, you're facing that one. That that definitely cracked me up. Um, I I tried the flaming hot Mountain Dew recently. Um, oh, I don't okay. know if you've seen that yet, but um, that was nothing like your experience. Uh, that 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 was uh no no big deal compare in in comparison. But I'm gonna throw that up on my YouTube too. So it's funny though that we both have like two kind of spicy spicy things going on. But yeah, uh, I, I can't get down with uh with the uh, what you doing. <laughs> it was too much, bro. Yeah, I, I, I regretted it instantly. I was like, oh, I should have done this. Yeah, but, for sure. Um, but yeah, I definitely. Did want to thank Unc one more time too for um for for letting us know about the cause that he's participating in and yeah we believe it was stopsoldiersuicide.com where you can donate um but if you guys have any questions about it you know you can reach out to us we'll we'll gather a little bit more information about it for sure so we can kind of spread that out and pay that forward um but Unc too funny he says uh, he says well not funny this isn't funny but he says fifty miles is easy when you're not getting shot at or mortared. Um, and I, and I'm sure that that makes it easier, but I'm curious to see how much is in that rucksack, uh, that you're, that you have to carry for the 50 miles. That just sounds crazy. But this was the, this was the funny part. I was seeing, he said he'd rather do 50 miles and eat that chip. Bro, so uh, I'm with you. I, I'd rather do it too, but eat that chip again. That's, 
Never again. No way. Yeah. And uh, Unk says, Flaming Hot Mountain Dew, yuck. Yeah, it's kind of weird, but I was like, at first, actually, honestly, it was, it was like, kind of just tasted like regular Mountain Dew, but it's supposed to be Mountain Dew with lime and, like, hot sauce or something. I don't know. Or lime and hotness. I can't remember exactly what the bottle said, but it, it, it kind of care. It kind of just tasted like Mountain Dew at first, but then over time, you could feel like kind of tingle in your throat. It was just kind of w- weird. So, yeah. Um, but dang, Unk carrying forty pounds in the rucksack. So, um, good luck with that. And um, and Strizzy and I will talk right now too. We'll we'll come together. We'll 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 put something on for sure yeah, for yeah. you um, too. So, and any slackers, like I said, if you guys um, want to reach out or if you want information to participate, just let us know and uh, we'll get that hooked up. So, good stuff there. Um, I think that's it though. I think we did it for this week. Um, also though, at say like a champ.com, we do have the link for, for my nephew, uh, Sebastian's book drive too, that we're doing actually speaking of donations. So if you guys want to participate in that, that's another thing you guys can reach out and, and, um, and we'll talk about that a little bit more as it gets close, but that's going to be starting very soon, starting at the beginning of June. So, um, so that's what it is. Um, Strizzy, anything else you want to talk about? What are you, what are you looking forward to? Did the heat finish it off? Yeah, they yeah they they beat them up pretty bad. I think they twenty five. Yeah. Okay. Oh no, worse than that. Can I smack I my figured, own? I was like, okay, so so now we officially have that. If that's three two, right? Yeah, that's three two. So yeah, we definitely we gotta finish them off at at, at um and Philly man. Uh, and Bead looked rough. Like he looked really rough in this game. So I, I think his body is just really wearing down on him. So if if they come in with that same type of energy, Miami needs to capitalize it and no game seven. Let's get game six and be done with it. Yeah, for sure. No, for sure. Um, all right. Well, that's what it is. We're a little bit under an hour. Want to thank you guys all again for your participation. In, and we love the comments. We love you guys dropping knowledge and your perspectives about um, all the different stories and sports that we touch on. And, um, and yeah, that's what's up. Also, um, oh, I almost forgot my couch friend. Yeah. Um, shout out to my sister. Uh, she hooked it up. She brought this back because we know I was jealous. So she had to bring me back a little something, you know what I'm saying? And this is Lucky the Pizza Dog um, from um, Hawkeye. So if you guys have seen Hawkeye on Disney Plus, and also, you know, I love like things that just are silly, but the, the pizza actually does come off. So <laughs> I thought that was pretty nice. <laughs> so that's what's up. Thank you, Kelly, again, for bringing me back a present. It made me feel not so bad for missing out on Disneyland. So so that's what's up. Um, But I guess that's it. I think we did it. Um, that was episode 141 of Say Like a Champ. We'll be back next Tuesday. Um, same time, same channel, right back at you. Until then, it's your boy A-Dub. And your boy Strizzy. We out. Thanks for listening to Say Like a Champ. Engage with us on Instagram. Share your thoughts, and you might just be featured on the show. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you pod so you don't miss next week's episode of Say Like a Champ.